Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Bumps. And me, Riff? And me, also Bumps. You're you're Rumps and you are Hot Stumps. Hot Stumps? I don't get Bumps though, I have like a line that goes up and down. I'm lines. A lion? Line. Are you telling the truth, Riff? I'm a menagerie lion. It's 420. I just noticed. It's 420 on Wednesday. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners, that I told you that it was Thursday, but it is. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Thursday somewhere, right? It's true. <laughs> it's, it's 420 somewhere. I just tweeted that. Did you just tweet that? At Steve Gaynor, because he was talking about how his their office neighbor, Tina, started blazing at 320 today. She was an hour early. Um, <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Happy oh yeah! New Happy New Year. 2000, 2017 is gonna be sick. Yes, we're not sick yet. Neither of us is sick. Give it time. Riff, are you sick? No. Uh. Uh-uh. You don't have like beard palsy. <laughs> no. Maybe it's all this tea I've been drinking. Hat pox. <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking a moment oh, to like breathe. Hat pox. Oh God! Um, to breathe in and all the way out uh, with my lungs. Okay. Hmm. Instead of your butt, like you normally do? Uh, yeah, or like a machine, a tube. <laughs> One of my friends in junior high once described a trick that his brother would do where he would fart and then suck air back into his butt and fart again and just kind of breathe with his butt, but that he wouldn't do it anymore because of one time he was showing it to people and just shat his pants. <laughs> and I still... It's still funny. <laughs> like... It's still hard for me to tell that story without laughing. That is really gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, both both the, the non-shit version and then the eventual uh, shitting one's pants. Yes. Yeah, the, well, the, re- know, I mean, the twist, the, the revelation at the end is even grosser, but I don't know. It, it makes it turn around to being funny again. <laughs> that's... Um, you know, that's in the in the extended universe, that's how they explained Darth Vader's breathing sounds, is that his... <laughs> His lungs were shot, so he just had a machine that made him breathe through his butt, and that's why he could talk while the respirator was going. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, Wouldn't you think that in a sufficiently advanced technology as to make all that Star Wars shit possible, that you would, your respirator would, like, speed up when you were exerting yourself? Hmm. Because wouldn't it need to? Yeah, I guess so. Is it breathing for him, or is it just oxygenating the space inside his mask, and therefore it's it doesn't really need to change speed. It just needs to change O2 content, which it can do without... Oh, it can, you're saying it's putting more O2 in yes. per, 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 yeah. per fart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, it's Kingdom of Loathing. Farts. Mm-hmm. It's the Kingdom of Loathing television <laughs> show. This is the pilot episode. What I'm talking about the Kingdom of Loathing office. Why don't you show me around and explain to me who all the characters are? Are you the everyman? Are you the? Yeah, I'm the audience surrogate. <laughs> you're carrying the audience's baby. Hot stuff. I heard you're the producer. It's probably your job to show me around and introduce me to everybody. Why don't you get started? <laughs> oh my god, that voice. <laughs> what? Hey, Riff, uh, I hear you're a writer. Why don't you... Uh, <laughs> what, yeah. what no, I, I, I call do. not it. 
<laughs> Guys, how am I ever going to learn to work here at Asymmetric if you won't explain to me who all the people are? Yeah, if you don't already know that, you can't work here. Sorry, you're fired. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you guys are lame. I don't think this show's going to get picked up. Oh, wait, is the premise of every episode that there's a new guy and you're a dick to him and he leaves? Because <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, anyway, we <laughs> working on Kingdom of Loathing. Some. Oh, my God. Yeah. We had Christmas. It's great and still going. It's mm-hmm. still good. I, uh, I really like the grepper. Uh, people reported a typo, and I typed it into the grepper, and found I found multiple instances of that typo throughout the game. Oh, nice. Like, oh, what was it? Uh, misspelling tendency, T-E-N-D-A-N-C-Y. Oh, whoa. Uh, that must just be somebody not knowing how to spell it right. Cause I, it, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably me. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just that assuming, sound, I'm that assuming sounds all like, typos are riff. That sound, yeah, that sounds like the sort of spelling error I would make. Or t- just a, I, like, I will consistently make the same typo a lot of the time. Hmm. Um, Brekka, I Brekka Don. cannot, yeah, Brekka, Brekka is a good one uh, instead of break in uh, PHP code. But uh, I, w- I have a very hard time at this point typing like anything that ends with a y e r without then typing id because i've typed player id a billion uh, times and so it is really it's really hard to like turn memory. off that muscle memory yeah um the uh i think the familiar spindler because we stopped making so many familiars got uh just like fell out of our collective consciousness of how to actually use it and so like um the per round chair hat effect is what is is like supposed to have some like flavor text associated with it but that's located right beneath the space for the uh enchantment and so riff i think has been writing descriptions oh gosh of, like yeah like constantly like, like story descriptions of that and then also the variable for player name in that particular space is dollar sign hsn and no, it's not player. It's familiar name. Familiar. It is not. Neither of those things work. Name or familiar name. Both. No, 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 no. HSN is the familiar's name. Yes. Not the player's name. Correct. Yeah. It's hat seat name. Hat seat name. Yes. Yeah. And so <laughs> if you if you put the the thing is if you put a percent name or percent familiar name in there, it doesn't fail. It just picks a different familiar's name. Uh, Probably the your current familiar. Oh yeah, yeah. That's in fact what it does. Yeah, it's yeah. It's put, it's put your current familiar instead of your hat seat familiar. Yeah. Yep. The, well, see, that was goofy. It's almost as though that code was not meant to support two different <laughs> items of the month <laughs> yes. with two different uh, narrative things. Yeah. And later, when we made the Buddy Bjorn, we hacked in some bullshit. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's uh. The tools, the tools have lived longer than our memories, and so, like going back and like doing stuff that we don't do regularly anymore, you have to like relearn, you have to reteach yourself. And if because there's no like documentation, you just kind of have to look around at other examples of it. And yeah. If, if those examples are also wrong because you've been doing it wrong for a couple of months, yeah. then it just gets worse and worse. It's the familiar spindler is also the one that. The, so there's a number of things that are still like work we have to do because of old items of the month and familiar is the worst of those because every single familiar that we make 210 familiars and 14 years later has to have 
text for when it's equipped with the wax lips yep. and the maypole and the tam o'shanter. Um, the buddy Bjorn and the chair hat has text and also per round behavior. And these can't, these basically can't all be done by the same person. So that also is a problem because like the per hat behavior per round behavior is like a, that always happens block. after you've come in. Well, yeah. Right. You usually decide what it's going to do yeah. and then find code somewhere else that's similar and put that in there. And then somebody has to write it afterwards, which usually means it's me because that usually once it gets past, you're normally the like next to last person that sees a thing before it goes out. Like yeah. early on stuff will get assigned to riff and then whatever like little minor sentences are left over. I will often just write before it rolls out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, Every piece of familiar equipment that we make, we have to write messages for when the comma chameleon swallows it and then burps it up. Uh, At a certain point, it probably would have been fine for us to just put some, like, default... You think? ...behavior in there. Because it happens so infrequently. I mean, people still use this stuff. Like, whenever we screw it up, people are like, hey, this is screwed up. Like, they notice it. So, like, it's not that... It's not that people aren't seeing this. It's, like... It is definitely way less frequent and because of standard. It's not happening in like all the day-to-day play, but especially at Crimbo, I think a lot of this stuff comes out because people are messing around with all their older stuff. That's true. You know, something that we haven't been keeping up on, and this may or may not be a problem uh, because it doesn't live in the same place, is when the disembodied hand is using a particular kind of one-handed weapon, there are buckets for different attack messages for every... Wow. category of one-handed weapon and there might be some missing ones if if oh, we introduce sure. a new there's, category of one-handed yeah. weapons since the last time i did this which i think has been at least a couple of years um huh didn't even know about that yeah but like yeah every hat and pants we make we have to put in messages and functions for the hat rack and the fancy pants scarecrow yep um yep you know it's not that onerous it's just weird there are there are additional things which like are hidden that we don't update the way that we should which is like uh like the the candy stuff that we did with the spell uh from crimbo like that basically reused a a code block from a couple of crimbos ago as the the, the basis for rarity, for like you know, mm-hmm. complex versus simple candies, um, but like that's a and that content, didn't you give me new? Didn't you give I me? Did. I did. I went through. I went through all the new candies and like categorized them. Right. But but that's a hard coded list that now is never going to change. Yes. Right. As opposed to like what we should have done is just had like an item property on candy that was like its candy value or whatever. Right. Right. That's we've moved to doing more stuff like that. Tags. That requires less like engine support. Yeah. Putting it in a tag would have been good. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, when you get to the point where you have a hundred tags on every item, that's also a problem. So I, I don't know. It's, because we find it interesting to make stuff that breaks the rules. Yeah. And because that's exciting, neat, interesting stuff for people to play with. Also, a lot of the time, if we don't have a strong idea, we'll just say, oh, how about a thing that does everything? Mm-hmm. A little bit at a time, you know? Yeah. So, like, something something that we have not felt the need to do is updating the Bandersnatch when we add skills. 
And it's weird, Whoa. right? I think we had, just did that have like an interaction with every skill. It did when it launched, and Jeez. I think that I just decided at the time, like you know what, I can't, we can't do this. Right? Like these were hard to balance, and especially I think this decision was probably made like before standard. You know, that was one of those things where, you know, so before standard, and that mattered because then potentially like adding a new skill and doing something weird with it could have suddenly made the Bandersnatch crazy optimal again. Like those things, the kitchen sink kind of things often ended up being the most like broken, powerful, like the V for Viva mask ended up creating like a huge, weird required play style for optimal play. Once we made it so criticals always hit. Right. Which, you know, that was, that was weird. And things like that are one of the reasons that I like standard so much as a practice, because we just don't have to worry about every change that we make suddenly making some 900 year old item. Right. Totally critical. OP. Critical hit. Uh, do you guys want to do some questions from the listeners or do you want to, do you want to talk about the item of the year do you want to talk about uh there's not a ton to the item of the, the month item of the yeah. year it's like the it's like the familiar of the year from last year except slightly more powerful yeah but it doesn't have the same uh synergy with the Batfellow comics which yeah was, which was the other half of its power yeah i don't know i don't know if anybody bought it for that i think some people might have there was a huge spike of in Batfellow comic sales at the end, but it still didn't make them competitive with uh, Robin in terms of overall yeah. sales. Which sucks because, you know, Batfellow was a fuckload of work and yeah. the Robin was like none. Comparatively. Yeah. It sold the Robin took like half t- as much. Two hours to make and made twice as much money. Yeah. Yeah. So that. Mm, bleh. You can't think of it that way, though. I know. Because I'm, I'm guessing that the Batfellow comic also brought ten times the joy. Right? Sure. That's probably... It's it's definitely more fun. It's, it caused more time spent pe- with people having fun. Yes. So, yeah, that's great. <laughs> it also caused more angst because it was the first time we had a for sale consumable style thing that was actually, like, important. Yeah. It's frustrating to me that just dealing with, like... <sighs> You never know how, like, perspective and community reaction is going to go, right? Like, nobody would have been – I think that no one would have been super, super pissed off about Batfellow if we had sold the comics for a million meat each, right? And you basically could get them for a million meat if you bought Uncle Bucks in the mall. I mean, that's, that's off by like a little bit. Like it's, it's, I think more than like 3 million meat. Well, okay. So then then let's say 3 million meat. I mean, yeah. And that's the, that's the weird thing. I think like, because Uncle Bucks haven't always been a thing, people don't think about them the same way that they do in terms of like fungibility with meat. It's also possible that there just aren't that many in the mall. That's true. But yeah, but I don't can, know. I mean, someone can convert them pretty readily between mysteries. And yeah, yeah. So, yep. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's sad, right? Because like the issue that I have with rather not the issue that I have the thing that I wish wasn't true about older content familiars is that this there is no way to make the the content 
unlocking drops like at all precious because they will always eventually be at mall minimum no matter how stingy the familiar is with them right they just get less valuable over time and that's not a thing that i want to have happen. day passes are not mall minimum from the charters but they're very very hard to get well, right. Right. With, with so content. I'm saying, I'm saying so, that we could potentially have made them. But a content. No, I don't. I, I don't think a content familiar that lets you play a 30 turn mini game once every four days would be. I don't think that would make people happy. Well, what we. So we, what we could have done is make the ones that drop from the familiar untradeable and a way in the game to get a tradable version. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Like, and that would have let you play it. As somebody who bought it, let you play it sort of at a totally reasonable pace, and then also produce the tradable version. Yeah, at a much at a more slower is a slower drip or whatever. I, I don't think that I would ever choose to put content behind a familiar again. Yeah, that was a weird choice. Like we didn't conceive of like zones as things that we could sell for a long time, and I don't was it because we just didn't conceive of the day pass. I don't know. Because like, we, we didn't want it to be a point, a thing where you had to pay to get access to, to stuff. Right. We did want to be selling content that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it, it all came from what was supposed to be the gash crab. Yeah. Because yeah. we were, we were like broke because of Comic Con. And we're like, well, we need to do an item of the month that's going to sell really well. What's a joke about the thing that people would want more than anything else? And that ended up being the Astral Badger because it's like, okay, it's a familiar because people love familiars. It unlocks new zones because people love new zones. It gives you spleen items because people love spleen items or whatever. I don't remember what all the thing was because it was like we just took the most popular items of the month from previous to that, which had been familiars and the snow cone tome. And yeah, and then we're like, it also unlocks new zones. And that was a joke. It's like, okay, what if mainly what it does is unlock new zones? But it, even then, it didn't really do that, like, because they weren't... They were weird drug trip things, They weren't right? zones, really. They were, but they weren't, like, in a place. Like, you'd use the mushroom, and then that would force your next adventure to be, like, a choice adventure. Right. And then all of your adventures took place there, or it was a place that you could adventure again in, or something. It's, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, and there was barely anything to it. I feel like we could make another item of the month with as much content as the badger in like six hours at this point <laughs> it was that was it was harder to do back it then. was it was harder to do back then yeah um but yeah so i mean batfellow and i'm sure there's some questions about this batfellow was kind of a failed experiment and i don't like I don't think that I'll do a content item of the year again. Hmm. It's like, it's a huge amount of work. That work could just be sprinkled out across a bunch of items of the month more effectively. It's a huge amount of work at a time when we're crazy busy. Yeah. Like we actually got to participate in the holidays this year for the first time, like in my adult life, basically. Like I was not constantly constantly working because you for all of december yeah like we just delegated everything got delegated and nobody nobody had to be the me 
this year <laughs> from just, previous just years. And, and it was doing fucking just, I mean, it was great. You know, like I, and I mean, nobody, like, I don't know, Riff, you don't feel like the Crimbo was like more than you could handle, do you? Nah, it was, uh, it, it came down to the wire. I was like finishing it up like the day before I left, but it was, it was fine. I kind of, I mean, and also that was my own fault <laughs> for, for making so many writing points in it. But yeah, you know, and like the idea of doing, you know, the other thing is like every item of the month is as much content as a content familiar used to be. That's true. And it's just not, there's nothing special about it that makes it worth 20 bucks. You know, certainly the same thing is true of the Robin or the optimistic candle. Man, I don't like that. You don't like the optimistic candle very much. No, I don't. I don't feel Hopeful like the. Candle? I don't feel like the theme really landed. I was like, yeah, it's just words. <laughs> uh, Zen zero zero writes: Can you change the miracle whip to be once every seven days type item instead of once per ascension, so that it can be used in aftercore as well? Uh, nope. No. Hot stuff says no. Zen Zero Zero says, when the chateau leaves standard, can we move into a house on the hill? A hill house, you might say. Oh man, like a, like a, like the chateau. Is the chateau still in standard? I don't remember. We were at the old office when we made it, and it was a January item of the month, so. It couldn't be I then. I think it might be. I think, I think the chateau might have been January 2015. Oh, the old, the old San Francisco office. Yeah, the old San Francisco office. Sorry. Um, so we got another year of that. But yeah, like a haunted house dwelling type thing. The chateau was a fun item of the month to make. Like the idea of just a premium dwelling that could just have whatever rules we wanted and not be subject to all of the like old. Okay. Like the, Does can- the chateau take, take over your, your dwelling. No, you just okay. use it instead. Okay. So, I mean, there's still all the goofy, like, things that you can do that set flags in the in campground items that you would lose if you tore the house down. Like, yeah, I don't know. I wish that I wish that, that had always been different, the campground stuff. I wish there wasn't so much legacy stuff that would have to be folded into a, a, an overhaul yeah. of it. Yeah. Hey, uh, we talked about doing sort of like a dwelling revamp at some point. but Yeah, I mean, I think that... Work. I, yeah, and I think it'd be... F- fun i mean i like i like the plan that we had you know which is like this like different houses have like different number of ceilings and poster hooks yep. and nightstands and stuff you know like sort of like the clan the clan sort of room. yeah a little bit a little bit like the rumpus room but more more sort of configurable and more yeah. but then you know right now Stuff that and th- th- like we could fix this. So much of this is true because of like the way that the pre-war hippie camp and frat house zones work, and those are way way overdue for for some attention. Um, the items that are that go into your house are they drop as though they were consumable because they are right they go away when you get rid of your house but in practice because they are consumed in that weird dissatisfying way nobody really uses them or maybe they do because there's so many of them i don't know yeah does everybody have good fuang fuang shuang does that does everybody 
how many of us are supposed to Wang Chung tonight? <laughs> I can never remember. Riff, do you remember who's supposed to Wang Chung tonight? Mm, I think it's everybody except for Benicio Del Toro. Okay. So, all men are mortal. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> Socrates can't dance. <laughs> Therefore, Socrates is immortal. Sounds That sounds accurate. Sure. Uh, Mega Ma says, I know the Batfellow comic was an item of the year and stuff, but isn't it kind of weird there's a content unlocker with no way to add new ones to the economy? The ones you get for buying 20 or so aren't tradable. What are you guys' guesses on, uh, or what are you guys' thoughts on making it a permanent Mr. Store fixture? No, I mean, it, like, if you liked it, then you should have put a ring on it, is what I have to say <laughs> about that. Like, if you wanted those, you should have bought more of them. I mean, people can still unlock it permanently by buying 20 in the mall. Yeah, for a while. It'll be, I think that'll be 20, chunks of 20 in the mall for, for the foreseeable yeah. future. I mean, I get that it's different than. It doesn't, does, do, does the game explicitly say in advance anywhere that it will unlock permanently? No. You have to just know. Yeah, I didn't, because I didn't want it to be that way. Sure. Like, and so I, like only the people who were pissed off about it will know. Sure. based on it happening and so i didn't like eh, i don't know i mean uh, people accuse me of being like pouty about that i guess which i mean i'm pouty about fucking everything it's Sorry. just because the photographer keeps saying that you need to be poutier i need to be poutier yeah is that a thing that, is that a thing that you would say when you were photographing women a lot of the time give me pouty give me pouty give me pouty no, give me pouty i never wanted what really you were just asking for powder in a really like annoyingly cute baby talk <laughs> You just wanted more, uh, more cocaine. That didn't sound like baby talk enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Salmonella says, is the Eldritch stuff coming back or is Hank going to have a fisher forever? Well, I mean, Hank's got a lot of fishers. The, the He's the Eldritch fisher king. Fisher. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Crazy Hank's fisher warehouse. <laughs> uh, yes, that stuff. There's like a whole, there's a whole arc. There's a whole schedule. <laughs> he's he's building an arc. Yep. You're going to put two of every item on it. Yep. <laughs> so that your uh, children's meals of the damned can have sex and repopulate them. For, uh, <laughs> this, um, Zen00 says, if we touch two defective game grid tokens together, what will happen? Uh, did they have sex and have a baby? Mm-hmm. Defective game grid token? Uro Buros says, we were talking in PvP about getting greater participation, and the idea came about of healing the hippie stone. If it was a one-time thing, it could give newbies a chance to PvP without having to worry so much about not liking the consequences. Would that sort of thing be feasible in the future? What do you I mean, mean by one time? Like once? Like ever? if you could just opt out once for free. If you got one free instant heal, ever. I think for, forever. Like the get out of drunk free card. I actually don't hate that idea. But what about ascending? Doesn't that also work? Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that you can't do it, but I'm saying that I think a lot of people probably have the experience of going in, clicking that thing because they don't realize they're going to lose stuff, not realize that the stuff they're losing is not important, right? Uh, and yeah. be really turned off by that and then be forced to wait two weeks to heal it and think, fucking fuck, two weeks, fuck that. A, two weeks is forever. B, that stuff is important and I liked it. C, I have no idea how to be good at PvP because I started playing yesterday. And D, 
this happened to me because I didn't fucking read a paragraph of text, but I don't care because this is not supposed to, nothing about this is supposed to mean anything. This is supposed to be some big dumb joke. I don't see the problem with letting people heal the stone for free once per lifetime. Per lifetime? Yeah. Once per account, oh, you can say, account. you can just undo it. You can human break it. Yeah, once per human <laughs> lifetime. Okay. Which is 41 years, right? I think so. Disco Muffin says, here's a weird, here's a kind of weird, super niche idea for a small fraction of the player base. What about an item in Mr. Store for a few Uncle Bucks that's just a virtual, virtual reality headset that lets you pretend to use a few items a day? It would let you see an example of what you saw when you consumed a given item, including the consumption text and one set of values from the adventure and substat ranges, just like a normal item does, except without giving you any adventures or substat because you're just pretending to drink that extremely old bottle of mafia wine or whatever. Huh. It just let, it would just give you a drop down of every consumable item and let you pretend to consume it. Hmm. I, don't actually like that idea because it you can just read the wiki right well sort of there's there are things that it would let you spade that people don't currently know yeah yeah Oh, okay. I have two quick non-bugs to comment on, says Fredic V2. First, using a replica bad boomerang unsuccessfully, that is, after you've used it three t- times, causes combat macros to abort, and there's no predicate for testing if the bad boomerang will work. Huh. Huh. I mean, I guess my answer to that would be don't use it in combat macros. But, yeah... Yeah, well, I don't know. Do I mean, is that because, like, item fail causes combat macros to abort? I don't remember. C.B. Moyer would have to... Because I could see... I could see letting you opt into, like, not having that be true. Right, just to continue running macros even if items or skills fail. Uh, second and more importantly, if you found the ancient buried pyramid in the desert and have all the pieces of the staff at Ed, of Ed, but haven't used the staff to open the period, the pyramid, nothing shows up in your current quest tab. This isn't a big deal, but maybe something along the lines of assemble the staff of Ed or check out that weird pyramid could go there. Huh. Okay. I did not realize. I remember somebody saying there's a missing piece in the quest tracker there, but I, it was never it's actually to track that stuff down. identified. Yeah. But that makes sense. Like that seems like a, a thing that we could easily have overlooked yes i'm gonna copy and paste this out into man remember how the quest tracker just doesn't do anything for the level 12 quest because the level 12 quest is a crazy (laughs) open-ended nightmare uh well and because you were doing you were adding text to it as you revamped quests and then you have not yet revamped level 12 that's true that is true that that probably is a bit of a weird experience for a new player now that i think about it they get mm-hmm. to level 12, and then their hints just basically go away. Yep. Oh, slash cool is not a valid command. Cool. I was trying to type cool. <laughs> <laughs> not slash cool. Um, okay, let's get back to these questions. Anyway, thank you, Fredic V2, uh, for that for that report. Uh, Mathematical says, will there be a content-based item of the year? No. There will be many, many content-based item of the month. Um, Amish Information Systems says 
Merry Jick and Riff and a happy new hot stuff to all. Thanks for Krimbo. As always, a refreshingly different phase in the cycle of seasons in the kingdom. A quick question. I'm getting old and decrepit and cannot remember what I'm doing from one day to the next. How about a feature on Logout that allows you to set a reminder message that is displayed when you log back in? Things like, you are doing a 100% familiar run, don't change familiars, or remember to get St. Sneaky Pete's key today would have saved me grief in the past. I know I know post-it notes, but they fall off and they've been stolen by post-it gnomes when I need one. You can do that. Uh, undocumented feature. By typing reminder colon something in your quest log text field, your quest log notes field. Um, so also there's a chat command that does it, which I think is documented. Huh? Um, but yeah, the, the, the ability to set reminders is already implemented. And I, I unless did that get broken somehow? I might've, would that have been broken as part of the server transition? No, I don't think so, but I feel like maybe I cleaned up main at some point, and I was like, oh, the yellow exclamation points, we don't need that anymore, but... Oh, was that where reminders live? Yeah. Hmm. I'm actually really curious. Should copy that over to the buffer that you just copied the previous yep. thing to. Um Deus Ex Machina says, I'm really enjoying the gingerbread city, and now that I'm not dying all the time, I'm really enjoying Batfellow. Please make more contenty stuff. Oh man, we always make contenty stuff. That's the only thing that we do is produce content. I I want to reserve the right to make some items of the month every year that don't that are like fun and interesting and contenty and don't necessarily have ascension relevance. Like mm-hmm. I like I think people Yeah, so do I. Bought it and it was fine and like I like I don't it did not undersell in a meaningful way other items of the month and I don't know if that's just because it was December which tends to do better mm-hmm. or what but it it seemed fine like I think we definitely should you know continue to make the Ascension game interesting by like changing things up and adding mm-hmm. Ascension relevant stuff but I think we it's fun to yeah, have a if every third month just wasn't power creep yeah and I mean that was part of the idea with the stuff that was challenge path specific but right. that does really sell worse yeah usually. yeah so i don't know like that was meant to be like ascension relevant for a couple months and then just sort of yeah fun in in the regular game cherry j says what does the bottle of salad dressing familiar from riff's profile do <laughs> uh that's a secret i mean it makes things delicious but other than that it's a secret do you drink it, Riff? Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> well, you don't drink your familiars? Not usually. Uh, is whiskey a familiar? <laughs> <laughs> whiskey is an emotion. Oh. <laughs> Bozbert says, please let us know about the reasoning of not making the 2017 standard rewards be part of any outfits. That was just <laughs> outfits not getting marked public. Yeah, they're, I did that this morning. Sorry. Like, they're all going to. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, they are. They are. They are. There are. And they have Halloween encounters and candies. So. Uh, Volk says it feels like Bad Moon hasn't been keeping up with the times. Would it be possible for Bad Moon to get some love in the future? Some new BM exclusive non-combats tailored towards many of the quest revamps would be wonderful to have. Eh. I'm reminded that I didn't ask what MF sauce was. MF hot sauce was at lunch today. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sad. I'm never going to know. Multiple flavor sauce. You think? Mm-hmm. You don't think it was just motherfucking hot sauce? I mean, it probably was. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to give them a little bit more credit. Um, Malcolm Fladwell sauce. 
Gladwell. <laughs> multiple, uh, multiple farm. M- meat flavoring. Oh, could have been meat flavored. Okay. Yeah. Um, F is flavoring is, is a strong contender. Municipal fudge sauce. <laughs> Around all the corners where the municipal fudge is made. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bosbert says, so that look, Ma, no pants trophy. Is it going to come back? Yeah, there was just like an off by one error in the. You know, greater than or greater than or equal to is such a pain in the butt. Like, that was why the leaderboards didn't fr- yeah. freeze. Um, they, like, so, you know, rollover code, you can't test it. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> Not uh, meaningfully, yeah. This is the problem with doing everything on a live server. Zen Zero Zero says, can you add a special resolution to summon resolutions that can only be obtained on New Year's Eve? Well, that's a funny idea, actually. Um, let's see. I'm going to move some of these to the video games hot dog question because they're about Excite Bike and not <laughs> Kingdom of Loathing. Okay. Huh. <laughs> uh, in Excite Bike, how do I get to the end? giant pyramid? Yeah. Mm. In, inside the giant pyramid? I was trying to think of something that wasn't in Excite Bike, and I couldn't think of it because Excite Bike contains almost everything. Yeah, except, except for Benicio, Benicio del, del, Toro. del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> Benicio Belgrande. What about the, uh, the underground lake? Okay, there you go. How in Excite Bike do you get to the underground lake where uh, you must give a coin to the ferryman Benicio del Toro to take you across <laughs> to the other side. But the ferry, the ferry only holds two things, and you have you and your motorcycle and a duck. A and motorcycle you, eating duck. If you leave the duck alone with the motorcycle, <laughs> the duck off. will eat the motorcycle. Yeah. If you leave you alone with the motorcycle, you will try to have sex with the motorcycle and burn your dick. Uh, if you leave you alone with the duck. No, that's okay. <laughs> right? Because the farmer thing, isn't there... The farmer has to go, and there's three objects, and the objects are not leaveable alone. <laughs> right? Right. It Like, because the... No two of them can be left with each other, right? No, it's the not, wolf. It's not no two. The it's, wolf and the grain can yeah. be left. There's one pair that are right. safe. Okay. You need. I think you need the. All right. So me and the duck are the safe pair. It's like you have to take the wolf and the sheep across together, but then you have to leave the wolf behind and come back with the sheep, and then you take the grain across or something. I don't. Know. I think you take the wolf and the grain because you can't have the wolf and the sheep even on the boat, can you? Or can I you? think? I think you can. Um, it's it's so long as whenever you're not there. Is when it's bad things happen. Yeah. yeah, I see. Because otherwise, if the if because the, the, right. the wolf would just immediately eat the sheep right. and that okay. whole thing. Yeah, so whenever whenever Benicio del Toro is not there, that's when I try to fuck a motorcycle. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure this out, guys. Uh, um, it's possible that Benicio del Toro would just take the duck away, just to see what would happen, because he doesn't care. Oh, that's true. If it was Guillermo del Toro, he would, like, deliberately create the most grisly scene possible. <laughs> right. 
Uh, Blank writes, could you consider increasing the yield on wonton dishes? Right now, they're barely better than lasagnas without field guard, despite taking significant more investment to create and not being available in run until level 12. So the idea on those is that they take fewer turns to cook because there are fewer ingredients. And I get that it doesn't play out that way, but I'm not entirely sure why. Because you use a chef? I don't know. Do people use a chef in the box? Seems like a thing you would do if you were cooking cooking things that take turns. I have no idea if that's still a thing people do and run, though. Because most cooking, most things don't take turns anymore. That's true. Hell, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either, man. Um, but no. If anything, I'll nerf everything else besides the wontons to make it so you like them. And you'll be sorry you asked. <laughs> and the monkey paw curls up. <laughs> oh, man. There was a... This is... This is a super tangent, but... um. Did you see that, like, it, if, what was it? It was like a dramatization. If, if, uh, if Senate was a, was a company, uh, and like, would, would you, if, and was like, it was your employee, would you let them act this way? And it was a bunch of like well known actors playing roles. Did you see that <laughs> dramatization? I'll have to send it to you. There was a, there was a bit where, um, the guy who was playing the, like, the Senate, says uh i'm doing it my way or i'm gonna wish you into the corn <laughs> I was like, wow that is a deep cut uh guys yes jim is gonna be late but i want to stop doing this show anyway <laughs> okay well then you should you should look at the buffer that you you copied over and we should go do those things and make people let's make some people happy we should go fix the things that we thought of on the show that'll be our that's that's what we'll do with our extra time How's that sound? Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for all your questions, everybody. Yeah, that was good. That was, thank you. They're good questions, all of them. Every single one of them was really good. Good stuff. And we'll talk to you again next week. Now you are the creator of... You are the producer <laughs> of... Great stuff. Gosh. Hey, Riff, if you send me this file now, I'll uh, upload the show real ha- real fast. Okay. And half-fast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Good week, everybody. I'll go to cool.com. <laughs> Riff, everything is terrible. How is Benicio Del Toro? Riff, everything is terrible. How is Benicio Del Toro? Riff, everything is terrible. How is Benicio Del Toro? Riff, everything is terrible. How is Benicio Del Toro? Riff, everything is terrible. How is Benicio Del Toro?